Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is December 12th. Hope you guys had a great weekend as we get ready to look to see what the markets are going to be doing today as we head in uh, closer and closer to the Christmas holiday season. Hey, with that, we got Dave going to join us just a few minutes. Before we do that, though, not forget that uh, in the world we live, there are a lot of things that you and I do not control, but you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. But you got to know what it is and what it should be. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. Sophie there. I am Morning Dave. We're at uh, 839-21 here before nine. Time to check in and find out what's going to happen to your money this week. Philip Statler and I were talking before we went on the air, and we kind of expect a seismograph on Wednesday because the Federal Reserve meets to talk interest rates. Let's check in now because it's a relatively quiet morning, Philip, where you get to prognosticate because we got almost nothing current, right? Exactly. It is one of those days where uh, if uh, you and I were relying on earnings, it would be a dead air day because uh, there is nothing hitting my ticker today. Pretty much it. That's about it. The only reports I've got evidently are coming out this afternoon as well. Setting the table Friday was not a bloodbath, but it was a decidedly negative day. The Dow was down by about nine-tenths of a percent, down $305. Standard & Poor's, 29, and uh, the NASDAQ was off by 77. I mean, in today's standards, a 1% move really isn't all that big a thing, which is kind of a scary thought on its face. Kind of brings us up to this morning, and uh, before we went on the air, we said, yeah, I kind of half expect everybody to sit on their hands until Wednesday, because that's when we get our interest rate increase from the Federal Reserve, and my bet is that it's going to move like a seismograph no matter what they do. Well, you know, I, I think that right now, I think there's a lot of uncertainty, right, because everybody was thinking a half a percent when Mr. Powell decided to make his speech uh, several weeks ago, and then... Um, we've seen some good economic numbers come out, which is not good news when we're talking about interest rates. So uh, I think now the, the fear is, is that we'll definitely get three quarters of a percent. And, and the outlier would be if we got more than that, Dave. Uh, that's true. I, my, my bet is just looking at the, the, the way the market's been responding. Uh, if it goes to a half a percent, that's when, well, I said on the phone beforehand, that's when the amateurs are going to dive in and say, oh, goody, it's over, and we'll have a big uptick. If it's three-quarters of a percent, all the optimists that are betting on a half a percent are going to sell like chiclets on, on Wednesday afternoon, one way or the other. I suspect at 2 p.m. there's going to be a big move. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be interesting to see what the Fed does actually do. Um, my hope is, is that uh, we'll get the half a point. But uh, you and I both know that that's getting less and less likely every day we get news out. Absolutely. And the fact that we haven't had a whole lot of prognosticators out saying what they expect, uh, the market isn't being driven to an opinion of one direction or the other. And that's what kind of scares me. I haven't seen maybe less than a half a dozen uh, columnists talking about, yeah, it looks like three quarters, or yeah, we're still holding out for a half or anything. Nobody's really willing to go out on a limb. And boy, when those columnists on CNBC and uh, Bloomberg and the like, when they shut their yaps, there's really a lot of uncertainty when even those clowns aren't willing to go out on a limb. Uh, that, that's right. And so it makes you really, 
wonder what's going to happen, you know, and uh, this headline caught my attention. What does Fed's Jerome Powell have up his sleeve? <clears throat> that's uh, that's the feeling I think that's out there right now, right? Absolutely. And you know, the other thing, the element that you and I have mentioned, the fact that this is the last lick uh, for some of the interest rate hawks on the Federal Open on the Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee uh, to get their licks in because they go off the board starting in January. And the conventional wisdom that we've been reading about is that just the rotation is going to have a few more doves going in as of January. So you've got that little dynamic into it as well, which is kind of making me biased in the direction of three quarters of a point on both political considerations and economic considerations. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, it would not surprise me one bit, but I know there will be people out there that will be surprised, and that's what that uh, that surprise is what's going to drive the markets. Oh, yeah, it's going to get yeah. weird, and that means kind of a whole steady thing right now because the vote's evenly enough split, and we've got minor moves this morning. Fortunately, at least in my delayed quote, we were looking at the green, and that's at least a very good sign to have some green, even if it's seafoam green. Uh, tidbits this morning. I got the kick out of this one. Microsoft announces that they're buying a stake into the London Stock Exchange. I wonder if there's a software change over in London coming, huh? I saw that coming, that over the next 10 years, they're going to get a pretty good-sized stake, actually, in the uh, London Stock Exchange. I wonder what the... Uh what what the uh, natives over there are thinking that an overseas company is buying their stock exchange. I mean, we're getting used to being bought by everybody from all over the world, but that's not really quite as much of a custom over in Great Britain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not. And so we continue to that that's just an interesting thing. We'll have to see how that works out because that's uh, having a private company own um but you know, a, an exchange like that. I mean, here they, we got exchanges that are publicly traded but they're not really owned by anybody, right? So a little bit different. Understood. London was, if I remember the trivia point correctly, London was among the more adventurous uh, stock exchanges early on. They went to automated computer trading and off the floor, no, you know, throwing paper tickets all over the place. Uh, they were an electronic exchange a few years before any of our exchanges went that way. So Microsoft buying into them, there could be some technological changes in the offering as well there. A little cutting edge, huh? Uh, they already are cutting edge. Now they can actually get bleeding <laughs> edge. I just found it an interesting thought. Uh, technically, we got a bunch of stuff coming up as far as government data dump information this week. And the big one, probably tomorrow morning, is going to move some stuff before the Fed starts getting to act. We're going to get another reading on the gross domestic product. You know, I don't see the G. I don't see that yet. Uh, in my, at least not in GDP my numbers. Tomorrow. No, no, we got the CPI comes out tomorrow. Consumer price index oh. comes out tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Another, which is the other major market mover we'll be looking at. What's the inflation like? Yes, yeah, so we got to go till get this Thursday of next week, December twenty second is when we get the uh, gross domestic product. Ah, that'll make fun for the Santa Claus rally. Oh, yeah, I have the really? GDP on this week's spelling. Okay, <laughs> inflation comes out tomorrow just in time for the uh, Fed to start meeting and discussing how much they're going to hit us with in advance of the Santa Claus rally. Other things, uh, well, we've got the usual job stuff coming up on Thursday and Friday. Anything else we should be watching for carefully? You know, I, I got this just came across my ticker. I don't know what they're adding, but the uh, NASDAQ 100 is adding six companies. Uh, hmm. To that index, let's see if I can see who they are. 
kind of implies um, they're dropping somebody too, doesn't it? it? It does. It does. And I cannot get to it right this second, but yeah, but that's, uh, I thought I found that interesting. The other thing I saw was a question for you, Dave, how mm-hmm. much money, how much money do Americans say they need to make to feel rich? That's an interesting thought, because with inflation as it is, I've got a sneaking hunch the number's a lot bigger than my stereotype would be. What does the article say? So the article says, basically, it obviously depends on how much you make now, but in all retrospect, 200000 or more makes people feel rich. Hmm. Actually, that's a little lower than I honestly would have expected the stereotype to be, but... Yeah, generational changes as they go. I remember when we first, uh, when my dad and mom first bought their house, uh, that they decided they it was going to be their retirement and stay forever home in the early 1960s. Uh, dad periodically used to take us out for drives at night to quote and unquote go look at the hundred thousand dollar homes in the ritzy section of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, those are the million dollar homes. So, I mean, they, things have changed in terms of what qualifies as a standard, haven't they? They, they really have. And, and obviously it depends on how much you make now as to what that number looks like. And the, the, you know, the, the wealthier people are, the more they need to feel rich. So like the guys that are making two, two fifty now, they need to make a million dollars to feel rich. Oh yeah. Now I've, you know, I've so. always considered myself modest in taste. As long as there's money left over after I pay my bills and buy the groceries, uh, I consider myself rich and I'm perfectly <laughs> happy as I am, but yeah, I, I wouldn't turn down 200, would you? No, absolutely not. Sure wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fine in the process. <laughs> Needless to say, it's a relatively quiet morning. That's why we're ruminating about other things only loosely related to the immediate stock market. I did note that uh, oil continues to be under a ton of pressure, and I haven't been able to find yet what's prompting it to go down as much as it is, but we dipped down real close to the $70 mark overnight and over the weekend. Yeah, we, we were getting close for sure. We bounced back up off that a little bit now, but, and, and I don't know why either. I just noticed when I came into work this morning that the cash price for gas was 304. So uh, that was uh, uh, pretty surprising to me. Absolutely. We're, we're bumping our nose in almost reasonable gas price. And the, and the strange part is normally you can say, well, we expect off market conditions someplace else or uh, OPEC failed to uh, supply cut and all of that. But nothing seems to be going on that you could actually trace it to. So maybe uh, we're actually getting a little bit of an oil glut. And uh, I'd be perfectly happy to see that. I, mean, so I, think I can think of, Dave, uh, just to throw this out there real quick, is, is that, you yeah. know, inflation is affecting people, right? So. You know, they're not, uh, because of the price of fuel, even though it's going down, it's still, they're having to spend more money on groceries and Christmas and other things that they don't have the money to travel. So I think they're just being a little bit more cautious on their on their fuel purchases. It could very well be. It's, a, it's an interesting question because I have not seen anybody, kind of like the guessing as to what the Fed's going to do, anybody writing an article that explains why it's going down and you're, just it's frustrating not having an answer. Resetting the table off day on Friday on Wall Street. And uh, like we were talking about, sounds like a sit on our hands day so far, but a little bit of green this morning, I think, Philip. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at? We are looking at a little bit of green today, Dave. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, it can evaporate as fast as it gets there. But we've got the S&P 500 up almost a quarter of a percent. That's $77. 
The S&P 500 up four tenths, that's a little over $15. And the NASDAQ 100 up about four tenths, up $43. So everything is in green ink this morning. Uh, looking at the commodity side of the coin, we've got silver basically flat right now. Gold down a half a percent, still just a tad above $1,800 an ounce. And then crude oil uh, moving up rapidly, up about nine tenths of a percent right now. Uh, trading at $71.64 a barrel right this second. Still, that sounds bargain basement compared to what we've had. Overseas markets, Asian Rim had an off morning this morning. The Hong Kong market was down to full 2%. The rest were down fractionally at the close at 6 a.m. Europe is uh, kind of frittering around the zero mark with a slight pink tinge this morning, halfway through their trading day. Getting it straight and knowing what's going to go on, or better yet, not knowing what's going to go on and being insulated from what does go on is probably the single most important element to a retirement plan. How do I get a hold of you to make that plan for my retirement, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement analysis where we help design the retirement they always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 95.3 FM. And Philip and Dave back again together tomorrow morning, same time on Light. Thank you so much, sir. We'll catch you then. All right, man. You have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, thanks for joining us today as we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. Two weeks, two weeks, and you were there, right? So, hey, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.